Hello, 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 Fierce Tribe. Welcome to the I Am Fierce podcast. I am Emma Ocha, your host, friend, and sister from another mister. This podcast is all about learning your value, owning your space, and knowing who the fuck you are. In a world where everyone is hiding behind some kind of filter, my goal is to help you realise your full potential and reclaim your power through empowering your man. Ain't no bullshit here, it's time to get fierce, fired up and free. I am an empowerment coach and I am here to tell you, you are more than enough. And I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Hello gang, welcome back to the I Am Fierce podcast. It's been a hot minute since I've been in your ears. As we bring 2020 to a close, thank the Lord, and we welcome 2021 with open arms, I just wanted to document my thoughts and bring you behind the scenes of what is actually involved in going after your dreams, the cost of thriving, and the truth behind grafting, because it ain't all pretty. Um, And I really, truly wish this was spoken about more. So be the change that you want to see in all that. So I want to start by saying I've used 2020 as a huge motivator and I've adopted the David Goggins what if mentality. Between him and Eric Thomas, they have both saved my ass through the worst times, through their beautiful podcasts and their sharing The thing is, I don't have all the answers just like they don't. It is in the sharing of our experiences that we resonate the most and therefore grow. I've really struggled this past lockdown mentally, spiritually and physically. Even the smallest of tasks feel tasking. I've seen how isolated working for my dream has made me. My personal life has been rough AF and my romantic relationships are truly non-existent. I'm sure we can uh, preach to that. I feel like I'm not the only one that's suffering in that department. But there's been a lot of beautiful light in all this struggle. Like my girl Hallie recently said, we went into 2020 looking for 2020 vision. And I, for one, have truly come out the other end clearer than ever. I'm crystal clear on a few things which I am willing to share with you. So my little list consists of what clients I want to work with, which was a real struggle for me. It was a true battle to figure that out and really identify specifically who were my clientele, my target clientele, ideal clientele. My worth and value, my aspirations and dreams feel real to me now. Like I believe that shit. My health being a priority. This is a huge one for me and you'll see it on my Instagram. I'm sharing my body image journey, but the unfiltered side of it my business being organized and leveled the up my love life being earned myself learning to love my body developing a relationship with food and and healing my eating disorder dropping the people pleasing and letting people leave my life unapologetically letting go of anger managing my mind daily lifting others up when they are down I'm taking up boxing hello Early 5am club and meditations are truly for me. I will not be drinking alcohol just to make other people feel better, which is in itself a topic to talk about, but I'll get to that later. I'll be doing a photo shoot 
oh yeah, you heard me. I'll be doing one. I'm doing a photo shoot at the end of my weight loss journey. Why am I doing that? Not to be cliche, but it just for me signifies a huge moment in time where I'm like, I've actually, I've actually shifted from this limiting mindset that's been holding me back for so long. Because if you think about it, well, when I thought about it, it wasn't just about the weight loss as in the aesthetically pleasing part of it. It was more about the opportunities that I have let go or just not went for because I've been embarrassed of how I looked. I didn't feel comfortable, you know, to wear certain things, to show up a certain way. I'm also going to be using my voice unapologetically. Um, believe it or not, I still had limiting beliefs around, you know, my podcast and certain ways I should be showing up. Um taking on people's opinions too much um, and this is one thing I'll touch on see especially if you're going to start a podcast or YouTube or anything everybody's got opinions yeah you start a business you do stories um, and I remember some people saying like not some people it's always specific people or oh, you're going on a bit and keep it clinical get straight to the point sell 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 and that's just never been me I don't want to beg for clientele I want to I'm all about value and giving and creating community like a community so therefore I don't need to, I wouldn't need to worry about money 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 because the community is so strong that's what I care about the most is people's feelings their well-being and also my I am fierce podcast what you've been listening to and thank you so much for downloading it thank you for all the beautiful messages I received through Instagram and thank you for taking the time to review it and um, download it if you haven't downloaded it yet on Spotify, please do so. Please leave a little review on Apple. It really makes such a huge difference. This takes so much work, and which I'm happy to do, but it just, two seconds out your day to just leave a little review is really nothing, but it's got huge um, implications for me. So it would really, really appreciate it if you could leave a review, if you feel like this podcast is helping changing your mindset, helping you step into your power, reclaim your power, um, know your worth, and that would be amazing to do so and share with your friends, share with your friends. I think it's important to highlight the struggle because I know that I personally, being Scottish, <laughs> we relate more to the struggle than we do the win. Um, so here goes. Can we try and dismantle the idea of being alone is a bad thing? Why are we so scared of being with ourselves? Truly a question I think will help us in the new year is, you know, I found a helpful mantra or belief when I have been left by someone I trusted, loved or wanted in my life. I tell myself, I am the best, best friend I will ever have. Therefore, no one can love me the way that I can. That completely takes me from codependent to independent in such a healthy, open way. We spend so much of our precious time looking and wishing and waiting for the one to show up and show us how to be loved how to act how to be how to have how to do how to want list goes on and on and on when was the last time you actually checked in with what you actually wanted what you liked it wasn't till I started truly investing in myself no that doesn't mean just reading a self-help book and claiming to be enlightened it means facing your shit head on with a support group, mentor, coach, program, investing in yourself, podcasting daily. It means literally making the step to start changing your limiting habits and behaviours into something powerful. So that whole trauma to transformation, something else you find in my Fierce Tribe, which is a 12-month program. 
I take you through six healthy foundational habits, starting with managing your mind, which is the biggest one. We go into finding your voice, we go into pain to power, then we go into people pleasing, we go into dating and relationships, and then we finish with confidence and fulfillment because confidence and fulfillment are actually the byproduct of the work. And I feel like that's what people get twisted. Like they think they're just going to buy confidence off a shelf in the shop, but it's it's much more intricate than that. It takes a lot more focus and commitment um, to change. So I want to open up to my vices and, well, share my vices with you and things that I have really struggled with behind the scenes for the past 15 years. I mean, the reason I've decided to open up about this now is because it wasn't until a client of mine mentioned similar disorders that I felt so ashamed that I thought, I'm going to be a hypocrite if I don't say this, you know, if I don't share this and own up to it, um, you know, and help validate how she's feeling. I actually thought I was the only one. How could I keep this to myself when speaking could help others not feel so alone with it? So for as long as I can actually remember, to be honest, I mean, I really have tried to go back and pinpoint when this started. But I've suffered from this OCD disorder. It's called trichotillomania, which is a hair pulling compulsive disorder. I do not actually pull my actual hair out or my head's hair out like most, but I unconsciously pull my lashes and my brows when I'm stressed, kind of in like a rolling motion as opposed to actually picking them out. It's more like as if you would rub your eyes, it's like that. Um, I never noticed it to be a disorder because I wasn't pulling, I was rubbing like you rub your eyes when distressed as like a coping mechanism. It was a direct product or if you like, to call it result of the trauma I had grown up. My father was highly abusive to my mother in front of me and emotionally, severely emotionally manipulative with me um, and my sibling. I witnessed a lot of shit growing up that led into my teens and my twenties and so on and so forth. My mum has been my absolute best friend and rock and I guess I never knew I was suffering inside to the extent that I had been and have been. Trauma can manifest itself via self-harm or compulsive disorders as well as internal conflicts, self-value, worth-esteem. I will actually delve into this more this year and cite helpful articles, information and support for anyone who's suffering in silence, specifically with the trichotillomania. I feel like I've done so much research on it and it's something that hardly anyone really talks about, even when you try to search it. I think I found one coach in London, um who I'm sure is amazing at her job. I just feel like it's not enough, you know, think how big this country is. Um, there needs to be more resources out there and I think it's a bit taboo to talk about it. I think most people are embarrassed and ashamed and I know I was, I genuinely thought I was the only person that had this. So as I say, I will delve back into it um, as we move forward into the new year. So I grew my lashes for the first time in 10 years in an absolute decade like do you know what I'm saying 10 years uh, in 2020 and the first setback I actually had was five days ago so I have a baldy spot in my right eye um which makes me feel actually sick because it's such a visible example of my stress and you feel irritated at yourself because you're not aware that it's just happened so yes 
that's the first thing I want to speak on so no other person is in the dark on that specific issue. The second thing I will be speaking on this year is body image dysmorphia, binge eating disorders. Body image is such a passion of mine, so why not speak on it, I hear you say. (laughs) Because I still haven't fully healed, to be honest. I haven't healed my bad eating mechanisms that do not serve me and keep me stuck. Like, let me explain more on why this keeps me stuck. A great deal of what I do requires lights, camera and action. I remember being on a shoot and just froze because everything everything I tried on looked awful. Every way I turned, I hated it. I had put so much weight on that wasn't loving weight. It was toxic self-sabotage weight. It, you know, you feel me? It's such a delicate thing to speak on now. So many people are screaming their way is the right way to think. And the truth of the matter is no one can tell you how to think. If you want to lose weight healthy, then fucking do it. If you're aware you are, you are never satisfied, no matter how much weight you put on or off, then yes, being self-aware enough to seek help is a good step. But my point is no one can tell you you are wrong for what you are going through. I want you to know that I'm not fully there yet. I have weight that I want to lose and it will signify more than fat to me. It will signify the small voice in my head telling me that I ain't shit. That ex-narcissistic prick of a partner making me feel less than shit on his shoe. It will signify my past with my father who abandoned me and caused me so much trauma unapologetically and more, so much more. I always close episodes with like a call to action or guidance, some kind of exercise that I feel is going to give you some tangible results because that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about talking about the real shit, the scary stuff, giving you that helping hand um, and really taking things that are taboo and bringing them into light just so that no one feels as isolated as I did. So I'm going to keep it real simple for this one. I want you to ask yourself a series of questions. So get yourself a journal and get yourself a pen and get to stepping. So number one, what am I not willing to take with me into 2021? So what am am I not willing to take with me into this new year? Number two, why? Now get specific. This, you will get the best results when you are specific, like anything in life. Number three, what am I grateful for? What am I grateful to 2020 for? Four, what action am I going to take towards bettering myself? Five, if I could have a coach support me for anything, what would it be and why? Now, this is a good point to make at this um, in this specific question. Let's use exercise and getting a PT as an example. I 100% respect a lot of PTs and what they do and what they stand for and the results they achieve and how they change their clients' lives. But I do feel there's a severe lacking in correlating the two, i.e. the PT mentorship, but with a mindset coach, an empowerment coach, someone who's going to work with you, a life coach, someone that's going to work with you on really dismantling your limiting beliefs and creating these foundational tools that you need to have a sustainable result. Because how many people do you know that lose weight, drastically lose weight, and they are worse off mentally than they were when they started? Because they, to them, it's still not enough. They're not satisfied. 
the, the, the limiting thoughts and those little voices are louder now. So that's why I believe it's so important. If you are in this new year, right, and you're scrolling Instagram, saving posts from different PTs that are in a different realm to you physically, and you're you're saying to yourself, if I, because I've done it, if I work with this person, I'm going to look like that. I'm telling you now that you are putting yourself at a, a loss straight away. I'm not saying you know, hire me before a PT. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we need to become aware of what the actual issue has been. We usually stop at surface level. So let me break it down. There's three levels. So if we go surface level, I don't like how I look. I'm not fitting in my clothes. I'm fat. Whatever it is you're saying to yourself, whatever that that thought is, I'm just kind of trying to um, share the thoughts that I've had. Um, and then underneath that, so we don't usually dig deeper. Underneath that, right, okay, why is that making me uncomfortable then? Where is that coming from? Where did it start? What is that related to? What has been a result of that? When did I start to feel that way? Do you know what I mean? It's really trying to dig deeper and, and really trying to understand yourself better. Because I'm telling you, see, when you, when you can manage your mind alongside having a healthier lifestyle, trust me, it will be sustainable it won't be, you won't feel yourself getting to that goal weight and then developing a new eating disorder. Do you know what I'm saying? You will have, you need to have that mental support, that spiritual support alongside it, especially if you've struggled for a long time. Now go forth and action the shit. No more excuses. I just want to say thank you so much for supporting me. Helping my baby find your fierce brand, rise far and wide the goal of this is to empower as many people as possible, but especially women. The fact that there's people in South America, you know, I see you on the stats, listening to my podcast. People in Canada, I love Canada. I've got family there. It really means so much to me. So if you're from there, please, you know, reach out to me on Instagram um, or YouTube or the podcast. Leave, leave a review, whatever it is. It would be so cool to hear from you. Um, and anybody anywhere else, love to hear from you. Just thank you so much. Um, you truly do mean so much to me, even if I haven't met you uh, in real life. So have an amazing day and I will see you soon. Mm -hmm.